Welcome to What The Gap Podcast. Hosted by a modern day couple just, just trying to fill the gaps. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Are you listening? Welcome back to What The Gap Podcast, guys. You are joined by your hosts, AJ and the beautiful... Kenzie. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you doing this evening? I'm tired. I'm low energy. It's about 6.30 and I mean, I say on my Instagram all the time, but my prime hours are the morning and I choose for that to be the way. And it does mean that by about this time, I'm dead to the world. (laughs) I know it's hard. (laughs) Yeah, but we are pushing out, you know, one last bit of the day, sitting down for a podcast recording before dinner. I hope we're not too low energy. Usually it comes to us throughout, so we'll be okay. <laughs> How was your day, AJ, actually? I uh, feel like I haven't spoken to you all day. No, we've kind of left each other to it, haven't we? Yeah. Um, it was a right day. A few meetings. Love those meetings. Um, Literally, you're back-to-back all the time. It's insane. It's crazy. I don't even know what we talk about half the time, <laughs> and it's basically me just listening and just figuring things out. Yeah. So it's just a lot of nodding and I'm always on mute. So I'm just waving and the thumbs up and it's funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, end of the day as well. And I'm, I'm pretty pooped. Okay. Well, catch me up on your highs and lows then. So I've got two highs this week. First one was I got chucked in the deep end last week at work, mm. but it ended up being like a really cool opportunity and experience. Mm-hmm. And so as much as I was quite scared initially, I'm really happy that I did it and I followed through and, you know, had that experience. Okay, well, you have to give a little bit. I will. That was that was next. Oh, God. <laughs> so with these new restrictions and level four getting chucked in place, a lot of companies are trying to push out photo shoots and get as much content as they can in preparation for, you know, not being allowed to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So one of our clients had their new spring-summer fashion collection and they needed to film a whole bunch of videos to send out to their suppliers before lockdown. And so I got called up on Monday night, my day off, and asked if I could bring my own gear and go to this studio and film a whole bunch AJ, of... just speak. Okay, so You're literally pausing every two words. Yeah, no, I know. Can you yeah, start the section again, please? Okay, cool. Just talk to me, explain it to me. When you explain it to me, you don't go, and they had two collections. Okay, okay. There is no need to be nervous. I know, I know. Literally chill. I know. It's literally me and you. Okay. Calm. (laughs) Just talk to me about it. We're like two or three seasons in, baby. I know, I know. I don't know, I just get get nervous. Anyway, okay. Let me try again. (laughs) <laughs> Can you hold my hand? Yes, I literally am. <laughs> oh, wait, it might make some noise for the audio. Let's okay. not hold hands. <laughs> so one of our clients had their new spring and summer collection ready to go, and they needed videos to show their suppliers. So they asked if anyone from our company could come out to their studio space and film a whole bunch of videos with a model wearing all of the new collection. Mm-hmm. so that they could send them out to their suppliers to get orders in for next year. Mm-hmm. And no one in our company was available, 
because they're all swamped right now with all the other clients' work, apart from me, because I'm training. <laughs> so they called me up and asked if I could do it. And I was like, well, this is my third week, um, my seventh day on the job. And you want me to use my own stuff, which is not really a professional quality, mm-hmm. and do this video shoot. And so I kind of had to say yes, and I did. And when Well, out. you didn't actually. A lot of people would just be like, no, I'm sorry. Like, I don't have the gear. I'm not qualified enough for this. You know, a lot of people are like the wait till they're ready types. So you should give yourself credit there. I think many a people would shy away from that and just be like scared of failure. Yeah. So I it's think- cool that you jumped right in and were like, I could fail. I could really blow this up. Like... <laughs> They could, you know, be expecting this HD, you know, absolutely impressive campaign shoot. And I might come out with a few sneaky, you know, <laughs> I don't know, Instagram story quality videos. I know. Like it could have gone either way, right? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if I can mention the guy's name. Oh, I must be able to mention his name. I'm not showing anything, am I? Yeah, I'm sure you can. Yeah. So- well, I don't know. <laughs> Don't lose your job, please. So his name was Tony Matisvesky. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. <laughs> it didn't roll off the tongue, did it? <laughs> no, it really didn't. Apparently but, quite a big Australian designer, right? Yeah, I think he's one of the biggest Australian fashion designers. And his mm. pieces are... I mean, oh. I got sent his Instagram before and like my boss was like, this is his stuff. This is kind of the vibe we're looking for. And I went onto his gram and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, like as if I wasn't intimidated before. (laughs) His pieces are works of art that you wear. They are absolutely stunning. Mm -hmm. Every single bit of them down to every last detail. And it only made me more nervous. (laughs) I was like, um, okay, I'll do it. But just know that the gear that I have is really not amazing. So this is what you're going to get. And I hope I can do a good job. And you did. You showed me the final videos. And yeah, not only were they so perfect, like I was really impressed. And the pieces themselves, you're right, they looked incredible. Oh my gosh. Like this guy is someone to watch. Holy moly. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I think was he's... in love with everything you showed me. Yeah, I think he's very well established. And every time the model came out of the curtains, I was just like, oh my God. Like, Every piece just got cooler and cooler. So, yeah, I hope you're talking about the piece. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was. <laughs> and just meeting him was amazing. He was such a cool, down to earth, humble, no ego guy. And yeah. we had a great time. I spent the whole day there and it ended up being like the high of my week that week. So, yeah, it was awesome. I feel like that often happens where. The things that scare you most are the most rewarding things. Yeah. and There's probably a quote somewhere, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we can find it. (laughs) But it's true. It's true. Yeah. And end of the day, after I actually gave the videos to them, you know, I got a whole bunch of feedback there on the spot and they were absolutely wrapped with it. So I left feeling pretty good. Oh, good. Okay. What about your next high? So my second high was... I think I've actually got my head around my new workout sort of schedule. Okay, yeah. How that's going to look. Yep. Do you share with us? (laughs) Do you want me to share? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so 
Saturday, Sunday are full-on double workout days mm-hmm. with you. So we're doing strength, we're doing hit, and then Monday and Friday we've got runs and a bit of yoga. Don't say we. This is you. Okay. The only time we come together is when we do, you know, my workout testing for the week, which is on the weekend. Yes. So for you on Monday and Friday, you've got so, your runs. So Monday, Friday is runs and yoga. Okay. Bringing that back in because it's been a while and I really need it. And then the Tuesday to Thursday, which is my work days currently, mm-hmm. I'm kind of just playing it by ear. And if I feel like moving, I move a little bit of a walk, maybe some stretching, mm-hmm. but they're kind of more rest days. Fair enough. Yeah. So I especially think- after like like our weekends are big at the moment for me to get all those workouts planned mm. and to ensure they're you know exactly the caliber I want them to be. Yeah. And then you know Monday comes and you almost do need to taper it off a bit. You know, so it's almost perfect timing that your middle of the week is a bit slower, and mm. then you almost hype it up and bring fitness more as a focus, I guess, when you're not working. Yeah, and on the weekend, because we can't really do much else right now. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> that's kind of why I shifted all my workout testing to the weekend. I know. So I was like, already we can't really go outside to do much movement. We're limited there with how long we can be outside, so we may as well bang out a few. You also, know? 5K radius, that's not enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not enough for people who enjoy to walk like 16K, just as a casual day. What about your low light? So my low for the week is my out of work productivity. Okay. And I don't know, but for some reason it's really lacking right now. You know what? I'm really not surprised by that. Why? Do you know the answer? No, I don't know the answer, but the way you were looking at things were really optimistic. Like you said to me, (laughs) I'll work Tuesday to Thursday for your agency. And then on Monday to Friday, I'll smash out my own stuff which you had a a lot on your agenda for your own stuff. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, like, if you're starting a new job and you're working Tuesday to Thursday, mentally, you're going to see Monday and Friday as slightly chiller, more relaxed, more mentally, like, preparing yourself for those middle days. So I think it's just natural, like... I almost saw it coming. I didn't want to say it to you, but I was kind of like, look, I think for a little while, Monday to Friday is going to be you going, whew, I just took in a lot of information. Yeah, okay. Or I'm preparing for taking in more, and you're not going to be ultimately productive on your own stuff. I think that's going to come down the track when, you know, those three days are a bit more, I guess, mundane for you, a bit more normal. And then mm. you go, okay, now I'm going to really maximize those that Monday and Friday. I feel like it's so natural. It's like, of course, if you have a day before your work day to get ready, you're going to use it to get ready. You're not going to use it to like... Yeah, but I don't need a whole day. Have you met you? Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Baby, you are the king of over prep. <laughs> <laughs> if you had two days, you'd use it. <laughs> That four-day weekend I get, like, every week now, I'm just like, I've got to, get, got to be ready for Tuesday. I've got to be ready for Tuesday. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> and I'm like, I've done nothing. Fuck. <laughs> you don't do nothing at all. Oh, my God. But so yes. you saw it coming. You didn't tell me. No, I just thought that that might be the case. Like, I think it would be the case for me as well. 
If I had the full-on days, Tuesday to Thursday, you were having back-to-back meetings, being thrown in the deep end, I think naturally I would get to Friday and I would take a step back and I would chill a bit, especially if I had nothing mandatory to do. And then when it came to Monday, like maybe I'd be a bit more productive on a Monday, but I'd probably still be more thinking about the day to come. Yeah. So I think it's a bit natural. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. I guess it's only been, what, this is week four, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm taking in a lot of info, so you're right. Mm. It's, um, it'll come back, but exactly. yeah, right now it is full on. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you just need to have, like, one task on a Monday. That you're just like, just do that today. <sighs> Instead of, like, try to do these three things. I also know for a fact you've put off the things you need to do for the things you want to do. Like many a times you'd be like, I'll just um, do a little bit of my graphic print and then I'll get onto this task. You love doing your print and your design work. So it's like, of course you're going to get into a zone and spend the next like three hours on that. If you need to send an email, you need to send that email first and then get into that like creative task. It's like we said, remember with like, Giving time to self-care. You need to have no cap on that time. <laughs> you know? And let yourself get carried away with it. But I guess at the moment what's happening is you're doing that. You're letting yourself get carried away. But not before you do the important task, you know? So I need to flip the priority order. Yes, you need to get the <laughs> shit done first and then <laughs> get into your task. Just so that you feel like, you know, you're still being productive. Yeah, okay. No, and, I, and so that you don't go into each week like, that's still on my list. Yeah. Because okay. I know that makes me feel shit about myself as well. I know that it's... I still... Yeah, you're right. I do do stuff. I get shit done, but it's nowhere near to the level or speed that I'd like. But can I just say, oh, I really like working part-time. Yeah. <laughs> and Tuesday to Thursday. That's nice. a good set of days to have work. Yeah. Anyway... Your turn. Um, okay, so my highlights. I was actually out. Oh, was I on a walk? It doesn't matter. I was walking or I was on a run. And I actually saw two girls. They must have been about, I would say, seven years old. Just on a run talking to each other. They were tiny. Like, honestly, tiny little girls. Just on a run talking to each other. No parents or anything? No. And like, okay, let's hope it was safe. It was middle of the day, so I'm sure it was fine. Yeah. But I just thought, actually, that is something beautiful coming out of this lockdown. Because obviously, the same goes for kids. They're only allowed 60 minutes outside as well. Mm. That must be hard. I didn't really think about that. Like, if it's hard for us, that must be bloody hard for young kids. Mm. But I just thought that's so cool that maybe it's introducing, like, intentional exercise or sport as such, uh, from a really young age? Because I always say to you, I really want to impart that mentality uh, down to my kids of thinking, you know, how am I moving my body today? Like Mm. it's just an innate thing we do. Yeah. Right? And I think other than, you know, showing your kids you doing it and thinking when am I going to fit in my workout or when am I going to go for a walk or something, Yeah. maybe it's harder to kind of carry across that message. But I feel like this lockdown is almost doing it for parents. It's making exercise like a mandatory thing. 
because even the government has said you have 60 minutes of exercise we want you to keep up exercising and it's like showing kids I don't know the importance of that being part of their day do you get what I mean yeah well that's also kind of playing to that point that we talked about in a previous podcast where we were saying that you know meeting up with your friends to like work out and stuff Mm -hmm. is another way of socializing with them and actually having some quality time with them Mm -hmm. so starting that from such a young age and like even yeah i don't know if they were like sisters or friends or what but i just thought it was beautiful like they were just running talking to each other and i just thought the mindset behind that like did they say to each other let's go for a run and like what was that conversation? I want to know. It's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think it's just so healthy. Like if my kids were going out doing that and said to me, mom, we're, we're going to go for a run together. And they were like seven years old. I would be like, I've fucking done something right. You know, like I would just be so proud. But I think like right now, as I said, I don't even think parents have to almost actively share that lesson so much. Because it will be instilled in them during this time. That even if you spend a lot of time at home, you have to get out of the house at some stage. And hopefully that's really good as they grow up and get into those, I don't know, teenage years. Mm. Where they might start being less active, naturally. And sit in front of the TV, I don't know, play video games, stay on social media, etc. teenage slob. Yeah, but also more and more so with social media, right? Mm. Now they might see, like, yeah, the importance of needing to break that up for both mental and physical health. I don't know. It was just really nice to see. And I hope it means something bigger for society, too. Oh, that's really cool. I think I would have definitely had a nice smile. Yeah, I, I did. I did. Oh. Um, my second highlight is actually about us. So in the first lockdown, this is kind of related to our recent episode, by the way, about seizing quality time for relationships and we spoke specifically about intimacy and how if you don't prioritize quality time intimate time doesn't really happen yeah and i would say during the first lockdown like obviously we were spending so much time together Mm. there were no boundaries there was yeah just obviously same as now really everything in one space it was a lot it was a lot at once There was a lot of unpredictability. You know, I don't have to go through that. Most people listening now will know just what it's like. And I do think that that had a big toll on our intimacy. Like, we talked about it. Mm -hmm. We weren't really getting intimate that much. We were still, like, emotionally there for each other. Still Mm. being, like, close. Well, we were also, like, really figuring each other out. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, I have always been at an office for... 10 hours of a day Mm. you would always be out you know wherever you go (laughs) god knows where yeah and now for us both to be in this tiny little space and trying to work and live and stuff like there was so much to figure out during that first lockdown yeah definitely um and it made us quite frustrated and things like that and i just think honestly sex and anything like that was just not a priority especially because of our open plan design, which we're hating. <laughs> um, there was no segregation of work, play, whatever. And so it wasn't like, oh, you know, yeah, it was very hard to fit in or find a right time for. Yeah. Anyway, as I said, this is a highlight. I just want to say I feel so much better with where we are. Like, 
intimately. I feel like we've prioritized it again. Yeah. I feel like we are genuinely implementing everything we've said in the last episode. We put aside time for each other. We're more flirty with each other. Mm-hmm. We give each other our prime hours, not just like the crumbs of our time. Mm-hmm. Also, big thing would be our new routine. Yeah, like exactly. Trying to stick to it way harder. Yeah. And I 100% think that that's playing it's a helping. big part. It is because we get into bed earlier, which means things can happen. And we're not turning on the TV as much. I can't believe how stressed I get when we're watching TV and then I get into bed as opposed to just having dinner and just no TV, chill, and then just popping into bed. like Popping in. (laughs) So much more calm. I can't believe. It is. It's game changing. Like if you are feeling like you have no time in the evenings and all of a sudden it's just 10 p.m., and you know you were supposed to have an early night and you're still you know halfway through dinner or whatever like i dare you to try just turn off the tv stop putting it on because it just frees your time makes you feel calm it makes you feel like you actually have time to play with that you can actually wind down Mm. and yeah some of the time it's been like oh we've already chatted what are we going to talk about or whatever yeah But we've just sat down and ended up just talking or not talking or, you know, just relaxing anyway. You know, like there's no pressure to have conversation. Mm. It just comes up if you want it to. And like, so has intimate things as well. Yeah. You know, and so I just wanted to share that with you and with the audience as well. Because like, I think it's one thing saying all these things. But like, I think we're living proof at the moment of trying to implement them more mm-hmm. and it actually working yeah 100% working. do you feel the same way i do feel the same way yes and i agree with everything that you just said okay good i definitely think that we are actively both putting in that effort and getting results <laughs> <laughs> basically we're seducing each other and it's working <laughs> still got it <laughs> oh my god Okay, um, my lowlights, honestly, it's pretty general. I just want to say I'm experiencing more lows in the second lockdown than I did in the first. I don't want to say there's been a huge low, but just in general, I'm going up and down a lot more. Yeah. And I don't even want to say like I'm finding it tougher or whatever, but I've just found that I guess, yeah, my moods are way more up and down. And I just wanted to share that because I'm sure some other people might be feeling the same way. I think it could be just like the never endingness of life right now. <laughs> like I genuinely think it's that. There's no way to break up the days ever. Like you can try, obviously, have a routine and everything, but it's just the sameness every day. There's nothing spontaneous. There's nothing. There's no exciting experience, really, that just throws your day in a bad way or a great way. So like it kind of just leaves you to be a bit meh sometimes or just to be alone with your thoughts almost or with your work and your this and that. And yeah, just nothing's lifting you to the highest of highs. Nothing's lift. I just, just crap that sentence. (laughs) 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 Just nothing's taking you to another place, you know? It's I think it's everything. just nothing spontaneous. 
Yeah. Honestly, like, because I'm still getting those highs, like, especially with teaching my classes. I would say that's when I get my highest of highs, right? But there's nothing, like, shocking. Like, oh, my gosh, I went to this event. I didn't really feel like it. But it was the most fun ever. Like, there's nothing like that at the moment. There's nothing like, oh, I went for a drink. We were just going to have one, and then we ended up having a mean night. Yeah. Or... None of that. Even me and you, like, oh, you know... We went for a little wander and then we had this adventure and then we were out all day and man, we're home and we're pooped and we've walked 30k and we've, you know, created a memory. There's none of that. There's literally, I walked around the block once again. I went to the supermarket once again. Nothing's changed. Yeah. And so I think that's just like making me a little bit more meh at times. I'm I'm 100% experiencing meh as well. Yeah. A lot. (laughs) And I think you do. You do have to just keep savoring those little things that bring you happiness, you know? And keep laughing, keep having fun together. I think that's when you still experience those bursts of happiness, you know? It's just not as extreme at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of one thing that I almost do actively every morning is when you get out of bed, I think about some kind of explanation or reason why you should come back. (laughs) (laughs) And I pitch it to you from the bed while you're at your desk (laughs) and see what happens. (laughs) It's one of my favorite morning pastimes. (laughs) (laughs) What, are you saying there's a strategy behind that? Of course. What? What is it? To get you to come back in the bed. Is this related to the point? Is it to make me laugh or something? It's one of those things that keeps me positive and happy and thinking about something crafty to (laughs) capture you (laughs) okay well i was just gonna say like it does make me laugh when you do that because you come up with the stupidest thing (laughs) (laughs) oh anyway moving on anything to change this week um oh yes i've actually already started it but i'm going to be changing it and i guess implementing it for the rest of the week i've started Mm. writing my daily lists or to-do lists on a planner again It's a very small, but I used to do it on Google Docs for ease of having it on my phone, basically anywhere I could access. Yeah, true. Um, But I missed ticking things off and writing it down. There's something nice about that analog experience. Exactly. And I missed even at the end of a day when I'd write my to-do list for the next day, being able to shut my laptop and just write it on a piece of paper. It's just so much nicer. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. What about you? So for me, I, well, it's kind of to do with my lows about the struggling to be productive. Mm. And at the moment, I'm not really utilizing my morning time as well as I should. Okay. And. You need to listen to our morning routines episode again. I do. I really need to. I know I have time to get shit done and I am awake and alert during those hours between like five and seven ish. But I'm kind of just in bed still, just chilling. Like, I mean, I'm doing stuff on my phone and things, but I know I can be doing better things like studying or yoga. working on my next project or, yeah, yoga or something to well, help. remember, that was a part of your must-do's. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Need to listen to a few podcasts, don't I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, so... Basically trying to maximize and utilize my morning time again in a better way. So that's what I want to work on. Okay. All right. Recommendations? Well, I think just before we go on, 
our advice for that is already there in the morning routines episode. You just need to go back and listen. I think it's called morning struggles and it's like our, was it our updated morning routines, our ideal and our updated morning routines. And you need to go hear that again. No, it was our ideal and our realistic. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. Okay. Anyway, recommendations. What have you got for me this week, AJ? So I have a recommendation that you actually recommended me. (laughs) This is bloody typical, isn't it? During this COVID time and while I've been unemployed, I've really been trying to find direction in what I want to do next and how that's going to look. And for me, I've always worked for people. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always had a manager or a boss or something. Mm -hmm. And as much as I love the idea of being like entrepreneurial and working for myself and being a freelancer Mm -hmm. like you, Mm -hmm. I've never really put that into action or really committed to it or tried to make it work. Yeah. It's always kind of like, oh yeah, I just got this random freelance gig. I'll do this. And then, you know, back to my job or whatever. But not like building on it or anything. Yeah, I've never tried to build and grow it and make it like, that's my thing. Yeah. Um, And I think one, because I was scared to do that. Like it, Yeah. maybe the security of it all kind of scared me. But you also have to be self-confident. And I mean, we know that that's not always a strong suit for you. No, exactly. Backing yourself. Yes, and like really selling me and my skills or whatever. Yeah. I can really struggle to do that sometimes. So yeah, it's something that I've never really given a proper go. And during this time, I really wanted to look at different avenues and how my life was going to look going forward. And I really wanted to make sure like my number one thing was my happiness. Yeah. And I didn't really care how it looked. Or what I was going to be doing as long as I was happy and I was able to do the things that I wanted to do and live the life that I wanted to live with you. Yeah. Not wanted. Want. I, it's a present yes. thing. Yeah. Yes. I want to live it. Yes. This good life where I can do everything that I want to do every day mm-hmm. and need to do every day for myself. Yeah. And not be bound by X, Y, Z and having to go here and do this and mm-hmm. turn up for that person and then... You know, all those kind of things. Yeah. And so we had quite a few conversations about how my life going forward could actually look. Yeah, we absolutely did. I mean, it was every Saturday for a while, I think. Every walk. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I had obviously all these questions for you because I wanted to help you find direction. Yeah. And yeah, obviously you can't expect the first step you take to be the final step. It's not like you were going to be like, okay, I'm going to walk into this role or I'm going to build a freelance business and suddenly I'm just going to be happy and fulfilled and that's that for life. Yeah. You know, you couldn't expect that. But at the same time, it was like you kind of had to nut out a few questions. Yeah. Like, do you want to build a, your own business? Do you want to go work for someone else again? Yeah. And if you do, what type of business do you want that to be? All that kind of thing. And it was interesting because obviously I'm very pro being self-employed. Because that has worked for me so well. Mm -hmm. So if somebody asks me about that, I'm like, hell yeah, I love it. Flexibility, independence, being able to work across a whole lot of different gigs, which makes you feel ultimately fulfilled. Especially if you're somebody who has, I guess, a diverse skill set, 
passion for a few different things. Yeah, well, it's also great for me because I also see you doing mm-hmm. it and I live with you. So I know it works. I know it yeah. can work. Yeah. And so it's always something that I've, well, since I met you, have grown more towards being okay with, like potentially trying. Yes. But at the same time, we have to acknowledge we're different people. Yeah. And it's interesting because if you ask me, would you want to work under somebody else or be a freelancer? I think I'll be freelance slash working for myself the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Like I can honestly say that it's where I thrive. Yeah. I'm not going to put off the cards of, you know, being an employee again, but I don't see that being my path. Whereas whenever I talked to you, you were kind of like, you know what? I'm, I'm open to either. Like, I think that I can find happiness and fulfillment working under somebody else. I think I can find independence and flexibility working under someone else. It just has to be with the right situation. Yeah. And so this made me think about, I think this is where you're going with it, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A certain blogger I recommended to you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this made me think about this one blogger that I follow who is pro being an employee which is so rare in this kind of climate, I feel. Yeah, it's something that you don't often see, especially around like millennials and like our generations. Oh, 100%. Everyone's like, look at me, I'm an entrepreneur, I live in Bali, I started this business. All the ads out there, like how to become like a self-made success. Look at my Lamborghini, I stand yeah. next to with my flash kicks. Like, what yeah. the f- Work like- for yourself, work from anywhere. Yeah, yeah, let me show you how you can make... 50 grand in three minutes like follow (laughs) my youtube oh my god there's so much of it and it's you don't really see the other side no you don't see someone going like here's how i climbed the ladder and found happiness yeah you don't hear that at all it's more like here's how i climbed the ladder and found out that it wasn't what i wanted yeah you know (laughs) no yeah that's only what you hear yeah you never hear that like even though i just said like i'm pro um, self-employment. I totally can see how being an employee is right for so many other people. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's why I turned you on to this blogger who we should probably mention the name of. We should <laughs> mention her name. So guys, her handle is the happy employee and we'll put a link in our show notes. Yeah. But her name is Amelia and yeah, you've put me onto her blog, which is quite girly. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Um, yeah, it's probably more focused for girls, but I just thought I literally follow nobody else who produces this kind of content. Yeah, and I've never seen or heard that people do this kind of content. So I've been reading through some of the posts and yeah, it's really cool. There's so many different people she's interviewed and met and yeah, they explain their happiness in employment and how they found it and what works for them and their routines and all this kind of stuff. Career so progression, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited to get or dive deeper and mm-hmm. hopefully it will bring me some more answers. No, it's really interesting because, yeah, you don't really hear about those things. Like you do hear, you know, even work from home routines for a freelancer or something. Mm. What about like, you know, daily routines for somebody who works the nine to five willingly? Mm. You know, it's like that's interesting as well. How do you balance everything? But yeah, it's funny. There's just been this kind of hush hush to that side of things, I feel, in the last maybe decade or longer as far as I nobody can wants to hear anything about the nine to five and like there are positive sides to it too 
hundred percent. Yeah, they definitely are. And even when I worked nine to five, like there were positives, hundred percent about like walking away and not having to take your work with you, mm. things like that. There's a whole load we could go into, but yeah, I'm really glad that that recommendation actually stood out to you and that you actually went and read it. <laughs> yeah, well, I got some time, so <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, I'm going to recommend as well another girl that I'm following. It's all kind of digital at the moment because we're not exactly going out and about. Can't recommend cafes and whatnot. Um, so obviously, guys, there's that 5K radius boundary at the moment. There's also the 60-minute exercise boundary or restriction. Bullshit. Yeah. So in terms of my marathon training, like, I don't even know what to tell you. Aww. All I can tell you is that, honestly, like, I think... A normal marathon plan would be challenging for the mind. What I have gone through with my marathon training has just been a turmoil. (laughs) Utter turmoil. (laughs) Not only because I got injured when I was so close to doing it, but also because I had to obviously come back from that. So that was a slow process again. And then, I mean, I got very close again. (laughs) And then these restrictions came in. So... Now I'm kind of having to just rethink things, having to push back when I do the marathon. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm seeing it as a time to kind of taper off a little bit, not to put too much pressure on my body. Obviously can't complete a lot of mileage, which is probably a good thing. Mm. I'm trying to see it as a good thing. <laughs> you have to, right? Yeah. Anyway, I've um, been following this kind of foodie, and she's also a marathon runner. Her name's Addison. Her account is called Organically Addison. As usual, everything will be in the little show notes. But basically, she shares some of her runs. Uh, She's got a little highlight called running, and she shares some of her speed runs, um, her running journey, all that kind of thing. And I'm just like, I'm just using it for inspiration. I'm just kind of soaking myself (laughs) <laughs> soaking myself in um you know, just surround- <laughs> oh that's disgusting yes. i'm just surrounding myself with like fellow people who understand what it's like yeah. like i'm following a lot of runners at the moment i followed a runner from wellington recently and he's working towards a half marathon in less than 90 minutes i also have followed lydia odo for a while she's from new zealand originally and i think she's the nike trainer head trainer here in melbourne maybe in australia even And she wrote a post and she was just like, you know, with those 60 minutes, it just means every step counts more. That's it. We're just going to, you know, it just means every step is more valuable. And yeah, I've just been, yeah, reminding myself that there are other runners in the same boat and just to keep positive about it. Hmm. And that's why I'm following Addison. She's also got absolutely stunning recipes i'm looking at this zucchini bread right now and i kid you not it looks insane it's zucchini i think it's banana bread chocolate chip zucchini bread what the hell oh shit that looks how good. good does that look i haven't baked in a while because i've been so busy aj's been calling for our chocolate chip cookies so <laughs> i think i should bake those and also choose something from um her feed to bake because it oh my god I'm looking at another slice now. It's a vegan cookie dough bars. Saved that as well. (laughs) Anyway, guys, long story short, you should go check her out, her recipes. 
as well as her running inspiration is just absolutely insane. Let's get into the podcast episode. I think we're done talking about that stuff. Oh yeah, done. Let's go. Are you listening? All right. So a while back, we had a message from a lovely, lovely listener. I actually tried to find the message again, but I can't. So shout out to you if you're still listening. I really hope you are. And she recommended that we should try the Maya Briggs personality test. I think she listened to our episode on love languages and loved that and found it really relatable. I wish I could find the message because she had a guess at which personality type me and you both were. Oh, really? Yes, I wish we could have compared if she was right. But anyway, moving on, we're going to take the personality test. It's called the Maya Briggs type indicator, actually, but... It's known as the Maya Briggs personality test. And AJ, can you take over and explain it a little bit? So it's basically a self-report questionnaire, which you run through like a multi-choice style. Mm -hmm. And it looks at how you perceive people and like interact with the world. Mm -hmm. Basically how you make your decisions and things. And so it tests for introversion, extroversion, sensing or intuition, thinking or feeling, and judging or perceiving. And so how you do those things? Yes, through these questions. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, it spits out a four-letter code. Mm-hmm. And that's your personality type. Okay. So we're basically going to take the test with you in this first part here. And then we're going to reveal our results and what they mean in the second part. So you're going to have to wait for that for next week. But shall we get straight into it, AJ? All right, let's do this. Let's press take the test right here. It says it's fast and easy, takes less than 12 minutes. Okay, so we've just pressed start the test, and basically what we've got is a few different dots and a spectrum with either side. We've got agree and disagree. So you can basically choose where you stand on each question along the spectrum. So there aren't actually any kind of indicators that we can communicate to you guys of where we stand, so we're just going to say them for ourselves we're going to express whether we kind of agree, agree, or strongly agree, just for the sake of communicating this, okay? Mm-hmm. So the first question is, you enjoy vibrant social events with lots of people. I'm going to say I agree. I'm quite a social person. It does depend on my mood, but most of the time I do. What yeah, about you? I'm going to go kind of agree. Okay. Yeah, you're less vibrant than me. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm kidding. Thanks. Okay, next question. You often spend time exploring unrealistic yet intriguing ideas. Oh, I would say I heavily agree because I am I'm just very I'm a big ideas person. You are a huge ideas person. Yeah. What the hell am I? Um I think you're a little bit more um, you know, real. Sometimes I, I would some I would agree, say pessimistic. But I'm not like super Although I'm very optimistic. Yeah, but do you explore unrealistic ideas? Mm, probably not. No. Maybe I'll just go. I don't want to sway your answer, but... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go kind of agree. Okay. Your travel plans are more likely to look like a rough list of ideas than a detailed itinerary. Ah, oh, that depends. I would say I'm going to go with Agree. Because most of the time I'd be like, I want space for spontaneity. Yeah. That's a big thing for me. And I know from my travels, I'm definitely more so. I like to have a, a rough plan, but I don't like it to be like to the T. Yeah. So I would say I'm going to go agree. 
Do you want to read the next one? We were supposed to go one by one. Yeah, so. you kind of stole the second one. No, from or me. you kind of just stood back and didn't do no, anything. No, I didn't. Give okay. me a chance. Go. All right. So you often think about what you should have said in a conversation long after it's taken place. Strongly <laughs> oh agree. Except God. I don't think about what, like, I feel like a lot of people think about what. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't say, like, oh, damn. I just think of all the things I could have said in a better way. Oh, my God. Like, like I could have seemed like a boss if I said this. It like, oh, I always do this after we have a fight. I'm yeah. like, fuck, if I said that, I would have shot it right off. <laughs> I'm going strongly agree. If your friend is sad about something, your first instinct is to support them emotionally, not to try to solve their problem. Hmm. I'm neutral there. I think I do go to support emotionally, but I'm also like, I'm a solution focused person. So if I put myself in somebody else's shoes, I'll try give a, give a solution. If I feel like there's a fair one to give, if I feel like I'm out of my depth, then I won't. Mm. But if I feel like there is a solution to give, I will try to solve it with them. So I'm going to just put neutral there. I would say that I used to always be there emotionally and try help solve the problems but more so lately i've been way less like that i'm more just i want to be there emotionally i don't really want to take on other people's problems as much (laughs) (laughs) is that like a dick thing or no i don't think so i think it's finally understanding that you need to look after yourself yeah so i'm gonna go agree just a reminder aj you need to speak up okay sorry (laughs) all right okay my turn People can really upset you. <laughs> See, I think I come across as somebody who's unfazed by people's, I don't know, actions, responses, whatever. I'm not a people pleaser at all, but I still find that I'm upset by people. I'm upset by people because I think all the time that I'm letting them down. I have high expectations, or I think that they have high expectations that sometimes they don't. No one has expectations as high as yours. (laughs) Yeah. But then I still find that, yeah, I feel like I'm upset because of them or something. But also, yeah, I just feel like if I'm even a little bit off with someone, especially family, I can get upset pretty easily. Even though I hate to admit it, it's true. Yeah. So I'm going to say... I'm going to disagree. What? How strongly? I'll just disagree. Yeah, I like I'm to gonna think... I'm going to go kind of disagree. Because I still think I'm a strong, like, backbone oh, yeah. person. Yeah. But I think that underneath, there's a lot more going on than you think. Yeah, you're better at hiding it. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm very... Oh, it's very <laughs> obvious with you. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm full on, but I'm definitely more so than you. So I'm going to go disagree. Okay. Let's go to the next right. one. Next page. You often rely on other people to be the ones to start a conversation and keep it going. Oh my God. (laughs) Strongly disagree. The amount of times that I am the person driving a conversation and I'm like, did I just come here to literally give you conversation starters (laughs) (laughs) or like cues? Like people who are extroverted or quite confident in themselves will totally relate to this. Sometimes people just feed off that and absolutely just use it and abuse it and just take a back seat in social occasions, even one-on-one. And it can be so frustrating. Anyway, what about you? What would you say? I would say I'm I'm pretty neutral there. Yeah, sometimes you can do that, especially in social occasions, because you're not necessarily the most confident one. 
Yeah, it really depends on what we're talking about and who I'm with. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna be neutral. Okay, if you have to temporarily put your plans on hold, you make sure it is your top priority to get back on track as soon as possible. Oh, I would say I'm pretty agree on that. Just because I'm a big like, if I said I'm gonna do something, yeah. I want to do something. It's like yeah. my marathon. I'm like, I still want to do that. <laughs> so as soon as we're out of this, you know, stage four lockdown, I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. So I've put strongly agree for that one. I don't know. I feel like it would depend on what plans they are for me. Because <laughs> sometimes I'll make plans, but I'm like, I really don't want to do that shit, but I just have to. And so if there's a reason to put it on hold, then I'm like, yeah, cool. And then I'll avoid it for as long as possible. <laughs> so just put neutral. No, I would say I kind of agree. Because okay. I like to get shit done too. All right. You rarely worry if you good. <laughs> you rarely worry if you make a good impression on someone you met. <laughs> Honestly, for this one, it depends on whether I rate the person. I only care what people think of me if I value them. Like that's the truth. If I think they're cool or like impressive, then I care about what they think of me. Yeah. So. You really worry if you made a good impression on someone you meet. Mm. Honestly, I'm going to put neutral because sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I'm going to go the same. Oh, maybe I'll go kind of disagree. Oh, no, I'll put neutral. <laughs> Just because, like, most of the time, I want to be a likable person. Yeah, no, I Like, mean, kind of 100% of the time. Like, obviously, you want to be liked. Yeah. Even though that's not realistic. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> It would be a challenge for you to spend the whole weekend all by yourself without feeling bored. Strongly disagree. (laughs) I can easily spend a lot of time by myself. Also, as you may have noticed, guys, I have no problem with being bored. I just fill my plate with everything. It's bad. Like, sometimes I've even been looking at people in hotel quarantine, and I'm like, I feel like I would fill my plate and still be stressed in hotel quarantine. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, I literally would. I'd probably be like... You'd want to call me or something, and I'd be like, I literally don't have time. I'm trying to do 12 things today. <laughs> Far up. So, no, boredom's not a problem for me. What about you? No. Uh, I would say in a previous life, I would have maybe struggled. I would have got quite bored. But yep. now, I don't think I'd struggle to have a whole weekend by myself Yeah. at all. Just because you need a break from me? <laughs> well, one, I need a break from you, and two, yeah, there's lots of things that... I like to do alone, so I'll be fine. Okay, so where are you sitting, AJ? Get to the point, as usual. Strongly disagree. Okay. You are more of a detail-oriented than a big-picture person. I'm <laughs> I'm going to be neutral. I'm both. Depending on what it's about. Yeah. I would say I'm probably... You're fucking detail-oriented, I'm AJ. I'm very detail-oriented. To the point of annoyance and even hindrance. And to the point where... I don't even get a chance to think about the big picture. <laughs> right? Yes. I'm, I'm not going to go strong. I'm going to go, I agree. Okay. All right, next question. You are very affectionate with the people that you care about. I'm going to say agree. I'm not like a crazy affectionate person, but I'm affectionate. I would say maybe I'm strongly. You are. There's no debate there. Like if I like you, I love you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Next one. You have a careful and methodical approach to life. I am going to say kind of agree. 
I'm not loose. I'm not unthoughtful or non-strategic, but I also don't like being too methodical or careful, which is where I get angry at AJ sometimes. So I would like you to put strongly (laughs) right there because that is where we get annoyed at each other. It's the truth. Yep. Done. You are still bothered by the mistakes that you made a long time ago. I'm going to put agree because honestly, like, I think I'm better now at accepting things, but there are some things that I did when I was even like a teen that just got to me for ages. It took me so long to not beat myself up over that. And for that reason and the amount that I know you think about those kind of things, I'm just going to go kind of agree. Because I know a lot of things do still frustrate me from my past, but I don't really think about them too much. <laughs> I don't think you are hard enough on yourself like that. <laughs> And that's not a bad thing. Your turn. Okay. At parties and similar events, you can mostly be found farther away from the action. Oh, hell no. Um, Kenzie's right in the... I'm right in the action. On the fucking D floor, running it. I would say... um, I wouldn't say, like, strongly disagree. I would just say disagree. Like, I don't have to be the center of attention all the time. But I enjoy the action. (laughs) I'm definitely not in the corner. Yeah. I would say this would also depend on the mood I'm in. Yeah, fair. So I'm gonna be pr- I'm gonna be neutral on this one. Okay. You often find it difficult to relate to people who let their emotions guide them. I would say kind of disagree. Like if somebody's just really emotional and they just let all their emotions drive them in life. Oh. And you're just kind of like, you know, have a little reason to you actually look at the bigger picture yeah i said kind of disagree because i'm not like somebody who can't take that if somebody's quite emotional like i understand that but i'm not i get yeah i, I get kind emotional, of disagree i get emotional people but when it completely drives them i don't think i can stand that like they need to be realistic with them so where would i sit okay then maybe you're more neutral or kind of agree yeah Kind of I feel like I can relate to people who let their emotions guide them. Whether I spend a heap of time around them, I don't know. Hmm. All right, this is a good one. When looking for a movie to watch, you can spend ages browsing the catalogue. Strongly agree. <laughs> oh, the hours we've wasted. Mm-hmm. You can stay calm under a lot of pressure. Hold on, I haven't answered. Oh, okay, what? What am I? We both said strongly agree. That was easy. No, I don't take ages. Oh. You're the picky one. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty neutral there. Okay. I can, depending on how I feel. Otherwise, nah. Neutral. Okay. Next one. You can stay calm under a lot of pressure. To be honest, I would say um, agree. I've always been pretty good at that. Like, even though I'm dealing with a lot, only the people closest to me will see the burnout and the the fallout (laughs) yeah and i've always been like that even back at school like my family would see me yeah absolutely crumble to bits if i (laughs) took on too much but i would still show up for my friends i would still be calm i would still be my fun self i've seen it too so you're 100 percent right yeah and i can stay calm like my normal life is quite a lot of pressure yeah I would say, for me, what would I be? I would say I'm good, like, emotionally under pressure, but maybe not work-wise under pressure. I don't think you're... Are you good emotionally under pressure? 
Uh, yeah. What do you mean? Imagine, like, something's wrong with us. Like, a lot is going on in our relationship, your family. All this stuff is tumbling down emotionally. Yeah, and but you go I'm... to work and you're still smashing it? No, but I'm still calm. Oh, yeah, I guess Like, you're I never lose my person. cool. I never, like, blow okay, up. Okay, yeah, fair. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. All right. You're just going to internal... Yeah, I just keep it inside and I just keep calm. No, you don't keep calm. (laughs) You freak out on the inside. Exactly, but I stay calm on the outside. (laughs) Okay, next one. So wait, what are you doing? I already answered it. Yeah, but what did you answer? I don't remember now. I pressed next. stay calm. I would agree. Oh yeah, I said agree as well. Okay, when in a group of people you do not know, you have no problem jumping right into their conversation. I would say agree. In most situations, I'm not too faced by that unless I'm really out of my depth with the type of people I'm dealing with. But I would consider myself pretty good at like adjusting to who I'm around. Yeah, see, I'm not that great at that. Okay. So I'm going to go disagree. Oh my God, the next one. When you sleep, your dreams tend to be bizarre and fantastical. Oh, yeah. Yours aren't fantastical. <laughs> They're boring as fuck. AJ's like, oh, my God, I had this dream. It was crazy. It was about... <laughs> Literally, he said this this week. It was about Apple releases... What did you say? An eye mask. An eye mask. I was like, that's not funny. That's not interesting. It's literally it could be on the but cards. It's, it's just bizarre. boring. No, it's bizarre. That's not even bizarre. Fuck you, it is. Do you know how many people actually come up with interesting dreams? <laughs> no, I do. And but... they're like, oh my God, this happened. And now I'm seeing the world in this way. Or now I'm questioning, you know, my life and my stability and this decision. And you're like... Oh, yeah, Apple are coming out with eye masks. I'm like... <laughs> See into the future. Fucking take your stories going, elsewhere. I agree. Not strongly. <laughs> not strongly. Uh, are mine bizarre and fantastical? Nah, mine are always just scary as hell. Yeah, you always wake up <laughs> terrified. It's so scary. It, that's because my dream's about real shit. Okay. All I right. would say disagree. Because the eye mask is not going to be a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Go, next one. All right. In your opinion, is it sometimes okay to step on others to get ahead of life? To in get ahead in life. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I would mm. say disagree. I think I'm a true believer. You're in your own lane. You don't need to step on others to get yep. ahead. Yep. I don't say strongly disagree because I think if, if other people aren't showing up and you are, then you get to go ahead. That's just how it is. What if it's like someone that's actually getting in your bloody way? You actually have to step over them to get to your next place. Well, then you probably would remove them. By stepping on them. <laughs> you kind of have to be a bit more specific about what the person is like doing. Like you've got a friend who's like constantly there and never lets you try and go that's achieve your... That's not stepping on others to get ahead in life. Stepping on others to get ahead in life is like me and you are both applying to the same job. So I tell them that you're actually really unproductive and you're <laughs> really slow and I push you back to get myself forward. Okay. okay. In almost all occasions, it's a no. Unless, yeah, I can't actually think of an occasion where it is okay. I would never want to do so that. So I might go strongly disagree. For peace of mind. Yeah. Okay. You are dedicated and focused on your goals, only rarely getting sidetracked. I would say strongly <laughs> agree. AJ I would disagree okay 
If you make a mistake, you tend to start doubting yourself, your abilities, or your knowledge. I'm going to go strongly agree. Really? No. Oh. I would say... I'm going to agree. Kind of agree. Because I think it's natural to start doubting yourself. And I definitely will a little bit. I'll be like, oh shit, I lost my game a bit there. But I don't think I doubt my whole knowledge and abilities. No. I'm like, I must have had an off day. I do that way more than you. When at a social event, you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the ones you already know. <laughs> this is me in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, see, I would say disagree. Unless it's an occasion where I'm really feeling tired and not in the mood, I'll always talk to people I don't know. I'm agreeing. I do that. <laughs> Next. Next time. <laughs> you usually lose interest in a discussion when it gets philosophical. Strongly disagree. Philosophical is my jam. It's why we have this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's why I try to talk to you at night. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> so you strongly disagree. Yeah. I would say... That's that's when I'm most interested in a discussion. Yeah, I would say disagree. You would never let yourself cry in front of others. Ooh. I would say just disagree. I don't think I'm about to bawl my eyes out, but if I felt like crying, I'd cry. I would too. You feel more drawn to places with a bustling and busy atmosphere than to more quiet and intimate ones. I would say agree. I'm inspired by bustling busy. I'm most neutral, of the time. I'm neutral there. Oh damn! But I do like the ocean and things like that. Yeah, no, it depends on my mood. Yeah, okay, I'll go neutral as well. Actually, what a copy! Are you five? <laughs> okay, you like discussing different views and theories on what the world could look like in the future. Okay, I'm gonna say I like to talk. You do. You like more than me, I think. I agree. Don't you strongly agree? No, not strongly. I do like discussing it, but I don't love it. Okay, then I'm probably less than you, so I'm kind of agree. Because I kind of like focusing on the present. I like thinking about the future, but I also think it can get a bit like, I don't know, just... You can lose track, let's just say that. It's a big rabbit hole. You can go down, right? Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to making life-changing choices, you mostly listen to your heart rather than your head. I would say agree. I'm a big follow-your-heart person. And to be honest, like, I think I've been lucky. My head and my heart have been in similar places most of my life. It's kind of worked out. Yep. I think then, for that reason, I'm probably pretty neutral there. Okay. You cannot imagine yourself dedicating your life to the study of something that you cannot see, touch, or experience. So what's an example of that? I don't know, like... Like psychology. Life on Mars or something? Crazy okay, shit. Okay, I don't think they mean that. I think they mean something like psych- psychology, like behaviours or something. So I'm going to say I strongly disagree because I am very interested in things like behaviours and mindset, mentality. That's something you cannot see, touch, or... Well, you can experience it, I guess. But I think I don't agree with that. I'm neutral. Okay. You usually prefer to get your revenge rather than forgive. <laughs> I'm going to say disagree. Only with siblings. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not a revenge person, but at the same time, if like success is revenge, then I'm open to it. I'm not a revenge kind of chap, am I? No, you're not. I would disagree there. Okay, you often make decisions on a whim. What's a whim mean? It just means like off the bat. I was like quick, just there on the spot? Yes. Okay. I don't 
<laughs> no, you don't. Oh, you're disagree. so calculated. Uh, I'm going to go neutral because I think it depends on what it is. The time you spend by yourself often ends up being more interesting and satisfying than the time you spend it with other people. Um, I'm neutral there. I'm going to say... I'm going to say I disagree because I think I need the time by myself, but I don't think it's more interesting and... Uh, I'll say kind of disagree because it is satisfying, but it's not necessarily more interesting. You often put special effort into interpreting the real meaning or the message of a song or a movie. Yes, agree. I did this with Miley Cyrus songs and Hannah Montana songs since oh I was like five. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, what does the climb mean? <laughs> oh, that song. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't do that too much. I'm going to go kind of yeah, It disagree. annoys me that you don't do that too much because I show him the most beautiful music and he's like, I've already listened to the words. And I'm like, what the hell? Sorry. I, I need to do it more, but at the, like I would say, honestly. Yeah, but it shouldn't be something you're like, I need to do that more. I need to actually listen to the music more. Well, as long as I have a little bit of a I don't understand that. Like so from good. the beginning of time, maybe we should put a poll up on Instagram. Are there people who just listen to the beat and don't listen to the song at all? Because I don't think I've ever done that since I was a child. The whole experience of music is lyrics combined with the beat. Like, what the hell? How are you not combining the two? I don't get it. Sorry, Bubba. It's so weird. It actually must be like two different pathways in your brain or something. <laughs> and then mine are like combined. And some people have, you know, either <laughs> or... Anyway, next one. Alright, you always know exactly what you want. <laughs> I'm going to say agree. Like 90% of the time I do. Fuck off! What are you talking about? How You are so indecisive sometimes. Yeah, but like in life. That's how I took it. I know what I want. When it comes to like little things like which movie snack, that's tough. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well then what would I be? Okay, fine. I'll go kind of agree. Because yeah, uh, I can be indecisive as well. I'm neutral. Okay. You really think back on the choices you made and wonder what you could have done differently. I'm going to say I agree because I try not to because like, you know, you've made the decision you have look forward, but I think I do anyway. I would say kind of disagree. I do think back and I do wonder how I can do shit differently. Oh, that's what I meant. So. So. I'm going to say kind of disagree. Yeah. Next one. When in a public place, you usually stick to quieter and less crowded areas. What sort of public place are we talking? I don't know, like a park or something? Markets? I don't think I really do that. I would say I tend to go to the less crowded areas. I don't think so I really give a fuck. <laughs> so I'm just going to go disagree. You tend to focus on present realities rather than future possibilities. Oh, I'm neutral there. Yeah. I'm so... Oh, my God. What? I just got a message from my mum saying that New Zealand's going back into level three for three days. Hey? As of midday tomorrow. So that's... So that means businesses will have to shut again and everything in New Zealand. For three days. So that's the 12th of August. Just because a few cases have popped up. Oh, wow. It's a real-time announcement, guys. Damn. All right, next question. <laughs> anyway, back to our personalities. <laughs> wow. Okay. 
you tend to focus on present realities rather than future possibilities. Um, I I think I I'm kind of disagree. I'm neutral. I think I do focus on future as well. You often have a hard time understanding other people's feelings. I'd say I'm pretty understanding. I'm going to say... I would disagree. Yeah, I'd say disagree as well. When starting to work on a project, you prefer to make as many decisions up front as possible. Or oh, that depends on what it is, though. Oh, it does, but I think I'm like that. Like with the yeah, podcast, you you're like, oh, let's we can decide that. Sl- let's sleep on time. it. Let's sleep yeah, on it. And I'm yeah. like, no, AJ, give me an answer now, because otherwise you won't do it. Okay, well then, for that reason, <laughs> I would kind of disagree. I'm pretty neutral there. Though. I would say, I'd say I agree. When you know someone thinks highly of you, you always wonder how long it will be until they become disappointed in you. Oh my God. This is actually very me. I think sometimes this comes with having a platform as well. True. So when somebody says to you something like, I'm so inspired by you or something. And like, obviously that's kind of the aim of my platform. I want to inspire others. Sometimes I think that, oh, what if I did one thing that they weren't that keen on? Yeah, and then suddenly hard. they were like, "Oh, yeah." Yeah, so I, feel I that think from I do. My think nine hundred followers as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Fuck. <laughs> Will he post this month? Will he not? Uh, do I post this thing with just an emoji for the caption? Will someone be upset? I don't know. These are the questions. <laughs> I'm going to strongly agree with that one. You feel comfortable. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) I'm done. Bye. You feel comfortable just walking up to someone you find interesting and striking up a conversation. I probably disagree there. Kind of disagree. You know, it depends on my mood. I feel like I used to be better at this as like a teenager. Mm. But I think that's because I had more time in my schedule that I could do that. So I'm just going to say kind of agree. All right, you often drift away into daydreaming about various ideas or scenarios. <laughs> I fucking always do this. I agree. I'm going to say kind of agree. You look after yourself first and others come in second. Oh. I'm going to have to say disagree. What do you mean? For myself. Like, I do look look after myself first. Oh, wait, does so that, that mean agree? You agree? Yeah, I do. I, I don't want to say others come in second. But, like, I guess that has to mean that others come in second. Yeah, of course. If you're first, but I do. Like, I'm definitely one of those people where I can't show up for others if I'm fucked. Yeah. So, I do know that I need to look after myself first. I've always known that. Yeah. And I guess that comes back to my expectations on myself as well. I never want to show up for people half hearted. So, I won't show up for them until I'm ready to be full, almost. Mm. You know? More for that. I would say I kind of disagree yeah you're not very good at putting yourself first even when you have planned a particular daily routine you usually just end up doing what you feel like at any given moment (laughs) (laughs) you can't see but i'm pointing to aj right now that is him in a nutshell agree i would say um i'd say disagree most of the time i don't give in to that stuff i'm pretty good sometimes Mm -hmm. i do Mm mm-hmm your mood can change very quickly. Well, Mackenzie. Strongly, strongly agree, I'll admit. Uh, I'm neutral. Depends on what it is. Yeah. Maybe even kind of disagree. Yeah, I don't think you're a quick changer. You're slow and gradual. Like a snail. Yep, in everything you do. 
You often contemplate the reasons for human existence or the meaning of life. <laughs> yeah, I'm a deep thinker like that. I would say I agree. I would kind of agree. You often talk about your feelings and emotions. Strongly agree. I think we both do that. Strongly or just agree? See, I don't talk about everything. I would just agree. Yeah, okay, same. You have got de- what? You have got detailed education or career development plans stretching several years into the future. Uh, I disagree. Kind of disagree. Yeah, I disagree. I kind of like rolling with the punches because I think you change all the time. And so it's nice to be able to actually adapt things to your own personal changes. Mm. You really dwell on your regrets. I would say kind of disagree. I can dwell a little bit. I can definitely dwell. I disagree. (laughs) Spending time in a dynamic atmosphere with lots of people around quickly makes you feel drained and in need of a getaway. Uh, I would say kind of agree. Like I'm pretty good in those situations, Mm. but I definitely feel drained after a long period of time. Like if I'm on holiday with someone, like a friend, and I get no me time, I'll feel drained. Yeah. Depending on the friend. Um, I think I'm neutral there. Yeah. You see yourself as more of a realist than a visionary. I'm going to say kind of disagree. I'm quite a visionary. (laughs) I would kind of agree for me. Yeah, you are. You're much more of a realist. You find it easy to empathize with a person who has gone through something you never have. I'd say kind of disagree. Like, I don't think I'm one of those people who just cannot see outside my own box. But at the same time, I think it's hard to relate when you haven't experienced something. I think you can never fully understand. Yeah. You know, so it's hard to know what to say or... Yes. Kind of disagree then. Your personal work style is closer to spontaneous bursts of energy than organized and consistent efforts. Ooh, I'm neutral there. I have both. Yeah, same. Like, I like to think... I'm organized and consistent, but yeah, I'm definitely both. Your emotions control you more than you control them. I disagree. I disagree too. Change your answer, please. No. Fuck yes. Sometimes I'm good at controlling them. Okay, fine. Strongly disagree. After a long and exhausting week. Wait, 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 no. Your emotions control you more than you control them. You would agree. 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 Here we go. (laughs) After a long and exhausting week, a fun party is just what you need. I I would have said that a while ago, but I've learnt otherwise. I kind of disagree. Sometimes it serves me. You frequently find yourself wondering how technological advancement could change everyday life. Here you go, AJ. This is <laughs> you. You're bloody dreaming about it. Also, did you notice that delay here to like read it? Because he didn't get it the first time. <laughs> I saw that, baby. But you know I'm Your special. Your head like went back and you were like, wait, I don't get it. <laughs> cool. I agree. Um, Hold on. You frequently wonder... I don't wonder that frequently. I'm going to say neutral. If Apple does something, yeah, sure. But I'm not going to stop what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) You always consider how your actions might affect other people before doing something. (laughs) Kenzie, no. Excuse me? (laughs) Oh, not when it comes to me. Are you saying I don't consider you before I act? Sometimes. Yeah, I'm giving him a stare right now. (laughs) 
Sometimes, yeah. Very rarely. But um, that, that, that means that it does happen. Yeah, but I'm not I saying still... all the time, like, you never think of me, but I know that that definitely does happen. Yeah, but I do consider how my actions will affect someone. I would agree. I would... What, do you think it's fair to say kind of agree? You still honour the commitments you have made, even if you have to change... Oh, even if you have a change of heart. Yeah, I would say I strongly agree. This is why I end up going to events and everything I've committed to. Yeah. Even if I'm dying. <laughs> I'm pretty neutral there, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're okay with saying no. You rarely feel insecure. Mm, I disagree. I'm going to say neutral. Like, I'm a confident person, but I think we all have insecure moments. Alrighty, guys. That is the end of oh. the test. I hope you stayed for the duration. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway... In the next episode, we will be sharing the results, going through those, what uh, they say about us, and I guess whether we make a good match. So we will catch you on the next episode, guys. Bye. Are you listening? Damn.